Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 116 of Confessions of a Market Maker. I'm your co-host, Ray, a.k.a. All Day Ray, a.k.a. Cannoli Fingers. And I'm joined here by my sanguine co-host, former market maker 20 years and current day retail trader, the beloved son of Howe Street, the man who's more liquid than Aquaman. JJ, how's it going? Brother, how are you? It's, uh, it's I'm, I'm fall. Doing, yeah, it's fall, but it's still really hot here in Florida, man. Um, you know, I'm usually okay with it, man. But being down here for a while now, man, the, the summer like extends into September, and I'm I'm getting a little sick of it, man. Really? Yeah, you know, I know, I know. I can't, I, you know, just just stepping outside to walk my dog in the morning, I come back sweating. Uh, it's you know, it's tough, man. But it's all it's all good, man. How's how's the weather over there in Europe? It's it's starting to cool down here. It's starting to cool down. There, uh, you know, it it was a nice summer. You know, it rained a lot, uh, as they say here. But but from Vancouver standards, it wasn't that rainy at all. I liked it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it's nice up here in the north of the UK. Very nice, very nice. Oh, yeah, I'm a bit jealous. I'm looking forward to winter here, man. It's um, you know, like don't you know? I just don't really want to go outside, man. It's either too hot or it's like tropical storm storming you know it's oh yeah but it's gonna be we got, I got some nice, yeah yeah i've got, got some nice weather coming up here soon though but yeah man we're we're not here to talk weather we're here to talk market update podcast talk uh current market <laughs> conditions you know what we're seeing what's going on um i know a lot of people jj um experience and inexperience are taking some losses um you know, I you know, I don't I don't know. I can't I can't say for like ES, obviously you'll talk about that, but I know equities hasn't been the cleanest to trade, at least for myself. Um been a little bit more challenging or I've had to adjust a little bit. Um yeah, I guess what what have you been seeing in the rooms? Um and I'm just, seeing yeah. frustration. I'm seeing frustration out there. And um, you know, we just finished the end of the quarter yesterday going into tomorrow, the last trading day of the month. And um it's funny in the ES if you look at it. Um, when we broke out of that April May balance that we had, we went into a beautiful distribution, and now we're right back down to it. You look that we looked right back into that balance zone. I've been posting that chart on Twitter, and I told everybody till I was blue in the face that this quarter is going to be really crappy price action because these guys had a wonderful time in the summer, right? You know these position traders who were long, um, you know, going into the summer blew off their inventory. You can even see in the equity markets, you can see the volume that's come in. I, I was looking, you know, I'm looking at stocks that were 18 cents stocks that were trading a couple of hundred million dollars worth of stock a day, mm-hmm. right? So I know that, you know, they were just making hay while the sun shines, right? There's while the buyers are coming in, let's, let's get them. And, uh, you know, these markets are rotational. So now we're kind of back to where we started. So Let's see what happens over the next couple of weeks, and they go back and forth and sideways. Um, that's what I'm looking for, looking for some price stability after, you know, I think we've had seven days down in the ES now or six days down. People are getting worn out, the, especially the buy-the-dip traders. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They're pulling their hair out. You know what that's like, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, speaking of weather, you know, it's the autumn wind. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just like the poem from the Raiders, you know. 
uh, the autumn wind, you know, he growls as he storms the country and all the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going on now. We've got trap shorts above 4,400 in the ES and they are all just looking for the exit. We're going to see how sticky that buying was for the last, you know, four or five months. And um, the only thing is that I found through 30 years of this madness in this business, and I only really, until I started hanging out with you and Steve, was I learned this process thing. Process, discipline, patience, all the things I hated when I was a young person are the only thing that saves my butt now when markets change. And I, you know, it sounds like, you know, I've been converted and I have because these markets, you just can't shoot from the hip type of trading. You know, yeah. you've got to have a process. You've got to follow it. You've got to use stops. You've got to protect your your money, you know, um, and yeah. sometimes you got to trade less or less size until you figure it out. Absolutely. And sometimes it's it's harder to figure it out during the day because these large funds are coming out of position. You're taking swing lows in these markets and just inventory is just tumbling out. This market hasn't held settlement in what, seven, since the middle of September. Right. So for two weeks, we haven't held settlements. So we have no price stability. So every time everybody thinks it's just kind of stabilizing and ready for a rip, it's just a short covering rally. And then they sell into it again and it goes lower. And that's been very hard for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I've just been doing this thing where I'm just like, stick to your process, stick to your process, you know, and the process and adapting the process. That's the hard part in trading. Because mm -hmm. just when, just when you start trading good, one week you're trading like a god, the next week you can't trade your way out of a wet paper bag. And you got to figure out what's going on, why is it changed, how do I adapt? And uh, that's hard. That's why retail trading is is one of the hardest jobs in finance because, you know, we don't, we don't have that support system of yeah. a firm, compliance, a boss, senior traders, you know, people with more experience telling you, "Hey, hey don't do that. That's crazy." Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's that's why we, you know, shameless plug for the room. That's why we have our room so we can help each other stay out of trouble. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And and I, I think I think that's what, you know, having a process, you know, helps with like keeping you like grounded, keeping you, you know, because when you do take some losses or, you know, it can really mess with your head, you're questioning oh, yourself, yeah. et cetera. And if you have you have a system in place, you have a process in place, it's like it's like a home base to come back to. Okay, exactly. like let me let me get back to the fundamentals. Am I executing my my plan, my strategies? Um, and obviously there's some nuance, right? And like you were talking to, you have yeah. to, to kind of like adapt off of it a little bit. It's like never yeah. nothing's ever black or white. But yeah, um, yeah, I find that for myself at least, like when I go through a hard time or something, okay, let me let me go back to that. Am I following everything? Um, you know, am I am I following my rules? Um, am I following mm -hmm. my strategies? Am I going to a far off base? Um and, you know, it just helps you bring you back when things get a little bit tough, I think. Yeah, it helps us check ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it really helps us check ourselves. Because otherwise, what we do is we start to spiral, right? And then all these things like tilt and all these things that people talk about, you know. And then the other thing, it's, you know, losing money is bad, but losing your sanity is, yeah. is even worse mm -hmm. because that's harder to get back. Because yeah. after a string of losses, you start doubting everything. Oh yeah. man, should I eat peanut butter? No. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, when I was eight years old, 
you know, I, I robbed a, a candy bar and this is my karma coming back to get me. You know, just <laughs> people, yeah. you just start questioning everything and it just starts messing with your head, right? Yeah. And then it even, it makes it even worse when you go to execute the next time because you're so tentative, you yeah. know? And then, so that's why that process, if we drill it into ourselves, like, you know, like we've got this guy in our room, he's a, he's a pilot. So when he hits turbulence, he automatically goes and does things to the plane. I don't know what the hell he does, but he, you know, to keep the plane flying stable, he has a set of procedures that automatically kick in in his head. And that's what we try and do in our trading, right? Yeah. To get it. So, so we just, we start to react because we're trained to react. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that's what we really try and do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. It's, it's so easy to, um, get off, get off basis. Um, mm-hmm from it um i think um what was i gonna bring up next here um oh yeah you know and i i I think like for the process too like i you know for myself it's why i um really try and stay away from uh make making like predictions for the market or like you know i'm seeing a lot of people now like the fear index thing is really high and so people are expecting things to go down or maybe you know others aren't but i you know i really try and just like not pay attention to any of that and just like okay stick to what I do, block out the rest of the noise. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously everyone has different processes, different inputs that go into it. Um, but, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people trying to anticipate what happens instead of just, oh, yeah. just react to what does happen. Yeah. You know, what, what yeah. is price action saying? You know what I mean? Are, are you seeing a lot of that? Like where, where are some of these frustrations <laughs> a, that you're seeing? I see a lot of that. I yeah. see that people go on, like, especially the people, and I don't know where they get this from. Next Wednesday, the S&P is going to be this. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, Madame Cleo? Like, how <laughs> did you know? How do you know that by next Wednesday? Right? Like, and, and if it doesn't do what they, and they then they go and trade it. And then when it doesn't do that, they're taking huge losses and holding trades. And you're like, oh, dear God, man. Like, don't stop killing yourself. You know, mm-hmm. stop driving yourself crazy. I always kind of look at it the ways, you know, when you're driving in your car and your girlfriend's trying to give you instructions because she's reading the map and you ignore her. That's exactly what trying to predict the market and trade your bias when, and then the market will be sitting there going, buddy, buddy, you turn left here. No, 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 no. Don't short it here. Right. And there'll be clear signs if you actually sat and listened to the market, but -hmm. you don't because you're wrapped up in this emotional you know, ball of wax that's just growing and, you know, you're trying to trade out of out of mistakes and all of these things where you have no process, mm-hmm. right? And this is the worst time of month, quarter, to take the, oh, let's just try this trade. Oh, my God. You know, that boredom trading or let's do this because there's no underlying business reason for you to take the trade. They take the trade. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I'm not, this is all stuff I've done, Right. And if not for this process business, I would have never gotten out of that, right? It's only until I got organized and disciplined and did this, you know, if this happens, then I do that. If this happens, then I do that. And if this happens, then I don't trade at all. Or this is when I see my business opportunity and I engage. Yeah. And that's the one thing about your one major cornerstone building block trade. And if you have that, you can squeeze some dough out of the market every day and just wait for that one trade. When things mm-hmm. go bad, sometimes you got to wait, you know, a couple hours before it shows up. That's the yeah. hard part. That's the hard part. Yeah. Cause you know, um, you know, even for myself, I still think it's hard sometimes, um, just sitting there 
doing nothing. And, you know, especially like newer people, you know, we see this all the time. Yeah. They want to come out gunslinging. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, especially as of late for me, like I, ha you know, like you said, like sometimes it'll take hours for something to develop. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here waiting, waiting. I'm not taking many trades. Um, but you know, it's good to see when it does work where it's like, okay, patience, yeah. patience was paid off here. Um, and it's just like you said, man, like maybe it's just not a lot of bit, you know, seasonality, a lot of business not being exactly. transacted and just like knowing well, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just being okay with just, yeah. Cause I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a scalper, JJ. I, I, I actually, I hate it. <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to sit here staring at the screen. Like, it's just not me, man. Yeah. I, I just, I don't like it's it. Some, it's, it's not some people, it drives them crazy. Right. Yeah. I, I love scalping because it, it keeps me sharp. For me, scalping is like shadow boxing or, mm -hmm. you know, sparring. So it helps me on those longer term trades. Um, that, that's what I like about it. And, but the, you know, the, that one thing of that trade uh, taking time to develop, that's tough too for people who don't trade full time because they've got a job, they've got wife, they've got kids. So, yeah. you know, they'll be like, oh, it's not doing anything now. And then they take their kids to school and while they're in the car, their trade happens. Yeah. Right. And, and that's yeah, enough point. to drive somebody crazy. Good right? point. Yeah. So that's where, and the end of a quarter is always, there's always change because people are marking positions to market and the industry is going through their big accounting thing. So sometimes we got to let that sort of work itself out. And I think what's going to happen is next week we'll have some better price action, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, people will start nibbling again. Let's see if we can hold settlement and, and hold the lows for a couple of days and kind of go sideways. Um, you know, that'll be nice to see. And um, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of our guys in our rooms use the funded accounts, right? Because they enforce discipline and process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you're trading. See, because when you're trading other people's money, you have to obey their rules, right? Or otherwise you're fired. Then that's just the way the industry is. So that's what I like about those funded trader programs. Like, you know, Apex and Top Step and, and our, our friends, they, they sort of give people that environment of support where you have structure, right? And you're not just, you know, you have certain rules, right? And when you're trading other people's money, I think that forces you to be more uh, conscious, you know, For and sure. develop a discipline and develop a process. And we've been happy here because we've got a lot of folks who are actually, who've been with us for some months now. And, uh, you know, they're making withdrawals now, you know, and they're making money out of these programs. And that's really, really nice to see. Um, yeah, you know, it's really, it really nice is. to see. It really, it really is. A lot of people been having a lot of success, uh, with those. Um, it's great to see. It's great to see. And yeah, you know, like speaking of success, you know, we're talking about, you know, you know, maybe some difficulties people have been having, but we've also, like you've been saying, we've seen a lot of people doing real well. What, what, yeah. what's been sticking out to you with the people who have been succeeding? What's, what are they implementing? What are they doing different than, um, than others? Uh, what I see them doing is being disciplined and just only taking the trade when they're in our room, we teach that a plus setup. And I stole that from your room, from the equities room. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, honestly, when I first started retail trading, people would say, what's your, 
favorite setup, I would say uh, FBI agent fo- posing as a fund manager, right? That's my favorite setup. What are you talking about? What are you a cop? Get away from me, right? You know, and then I, they were like, no, no, no. What's your favorite trade setup? I'm like, I don't know, man. So it took me, I took this setup and those if then statements and actually started getting organized about it and taught that one cornerstone trade to look below and fail when we run out of, when the market sells off, then the sell orders finish, right? You'll get that little rally up and it works on different time frames too. So we teach that and that's the cornerstone. That's our bread and butter trade. And it happens more often than not in all time frames. So it leaves, gives people the opportunity, like even when the market falls apart, it'll balance for a little while, do a little look below and fail. They'll grab a couple of points. And then that kind of takes the edge off. Okay. I made 300 bucks. I made 500 bucks. I'm not, now I know I just that that setup works and I'll just use that setup to pay my phone bill, to pay my rent, um, you know, and implement only that. And I'm not going to trade it. I'm not going to trade anything else until I see that setup because the market's acting a little bit different than it usually does. You know? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know you just uh, wrapped up um, your first like workshop course. Yeah. Um, I know, I know we got a lot of good feedback from that um how was your interactions with everyone there um and yeah what were just some of the takeaways i'm i'm really really psyched about it because what i'm doing is i'm trying to teach people that one fundamental trade two fundamental trades that they can make a living on and -hmm. get consistent and it's it seems to be working quite nicely we're running the second course now and we've got a few more traders in there now that who are um you know, and they're questioning, they're asking questions about the process. It's kind of nice to see people when they first come in and they have no clue what I'm talking about. And then six weeks later, they're passing evaluations and, you know, actually, you know, making money. It's, it's, it's nice to see, um, you know, and, and the nice thing about the course is, you know, you come in, you take one course, you automatically are in the next one. We don't ding you with extra fees and all these things. And, you know, if you need to talk to me, they pick up the phone and call me. And if I'm awake, you know, I'll pick up the phone and I'll talk them through a problem. So they get that one-on-one plus, uh, you know, every day or, you know, pretty much every day we're doing a session. Uh, We're doing a a session on fundamentals or we're doing a session on price action and execution. And so I'm really, I'm really happy about it. It's, uh, you know, my biggest thing is to always learn how to teach better and better and better and make it more effective so people we can take all that ton of information and put it actually in, into the bank and make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because that's, that's the hard part about trading. You know, retail trading is so hard because you, you know, we can't cheat and we don't have any support. So, yep. you know, yes, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's a lot of, um, it's like a compilation of all different type of skill sets mm-hmm. uh, that you, that you need to succeed. And I just going to take a quick second here to shout out our good friends of the podcast, apex trader and top step funding. Any listener of this podcast that has the skills to pass an evaluation can become a prop trader fully funded by either Apex Trader or Top Step Funding. Our own micro e-futures trading community has many members who are now fully funded. No need to trade with your own money. Keep 90% of the profits. To learn more, visit our website at microefutures.com. JJ, I know you talked a little bit um, or mentioned uh, month end. Uh, We're out month end. and I'm sure people who are listeners um, and have listened frequently. I've heard you talk about month ends before, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I saw, actually, I saw some, um, the other day I saw some statistics just on, um, 
the the volatility of month end days um in how profitable they can be and you know obviously i thought about all, all these things we've talked about um you know maybe for people who are new um or just a refresher for the audience um can you just describe why month end uh can be so active and lively yeah sure month end and also the end of the quarter yeah end of the quarter times, too yep. yeah uh both times when the large um institutions um and those large traders who trade um multiple time frames that's when they start um closing positions usually booking profits um and sometimes traders will be offside and they'll be forced to get out, out of positions all of that accounting happens at the end of the month so even if you ran a business um you would do a month end report to see how sales were uh, where you where the debts are owed, all of those things, those numbers, and that that really uh, makes a difference in the creation of order flow. Here's an example. So yesterday was month end, and we took out a swing low in the ES, which means people who were using that low as a stop all came bailing out. That's why we had that big flush underneath 42.89, and then that subsequent short covering move right back up, which is helping push price up today. And I'm sure a lot of people got caught short going into the close yesterday, caught short overnight, and they're getting hurt right now. So that's a month-end dynamic because there's a flush and then a huge – when you flush a market, what you do is you break lower price levels. And then what happens is the people who are short come rushing into cover just like on Black Friday when you open the door of Walmart and you've got that 60-inch TV marked down for $200. You get – that insane, you get people fighting each other, right? And then you get that huge price run up like we did at the end of the day yesterday, mm -hmm. right? And that is a month-end dynamic. So business changes at month-end, you know? And yep. it creates opportunity, but it also can get you into big trouble if you don't use stops, that kind of thing. For sure, um, for sure. Uh, yeah, because, you know, because I, I I always enjoy month-ends, at least I think so, Um <laughs> Uh, you know, cause I, I like, I like, um, I, I like getting involved in things where, where there is movement, uh, where, where the big boys are playing, right? Cause you just, just make it easier on yourself. You know what I mean? If you could figure out mm -hmm. what they're doing, exactly. um, and you just go, you go with the flow, um, of that. Um, <laughs> you brought, you brought up Black Friday. Have you ever been to one of these Black Fridays things? I, I couldn't imagine in my life going oh, to one of these. No, 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 no. I've seen YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I, and you see like two guys literally beating the holy living hell out of each other for a tv and you're like jesus man it's like okay you know it's just a tv and you're you know they're just coming to blows and that's what short sellers are doing when you take a lower stop everybody thinks that buyers and sellers are fighting each other no it's like buyers are fighting each other to get product sellers are fighting each other to step ahead and capture the buying so that's what you know happens at high and highs and lows of markets and uh yesterday was like a black friday sale <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> you know, I caught that low in, in J period in, in the market profile, you know, my fam famous J low trade. And, um, you know, I could see everybody was shorting it. And, you know, and I just knew I didn't think it was going to rip that hard. I got out pretty early, but man, you know, that was a beautiful rip, you know, from the 4280 area all the way up to uh, 4330. You know, that was a, that was a night. I didn't take the whole trade. And that's the other thing, too. We're taught in our room, you know, if there's a 40-point range, you can cut that up into digestible pieces. 
you don't have to try and get the whole range yeah. in one trade. Yeah. You know, there's opportunity along the way and, 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 and the candle charts are really good for helping carve up those large ranges. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Black, Black Friday. I never, no, no way, no way. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I would not. No, there's nothing I need that bad. Right. Do they do is is Black Friday a thing in Europe? Like is that do they do they do that over there or I don't think it's a North so. American they, they started doing it in Canada, which makes no sense because Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. It's, yeah, right, right. Right. Not November. So why are you guys having Black Friday? It's just, you know, <laughs> any excuse to sell stuff, right? Yeah. I, I you know, I don't don't hate the player, hate the game, you know. That's right. the that's the game. You know, the game is to sell. Right. We're always selling. You would come to me and, and I've got something for sale. I'll just say sold and shake your hand. I'm not going to quibble on price because I can always get more stuff to sell. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I got I got one more thing to ask you here, JJ. Um, and then we'll, we'll get out unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, you know, as we were just talking about that, um, you know, Black Friday uh, and month end, uh, lar- you know, larger to medium institutions doing business. I, I guess just like in general, um, I, I guess maybe some like people who are investing for like long term are, are people <laughs> are people putting money into the market right now? Are people on the sidelines? I, I've seen I've seen different um I think I guess opinions I, on this or I think there's always people putting money in, right? It's just I mean, a lot of these funds like and money managers like our friend Black Trident, you know, those guys, you know, they've got a billion shares of Apple. They really can't buy anymore. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those things, but the medium term players, you know, the 10 year players and the five year players, I'm sure they're initiating. Right. So for our our retail investors who are investing and holding for a long time frame, the really good thing to do is to check the 13 F's. And that tells you if those large institutions are moving out of a lot of position or not. Um, you know, and but a lot of these companies are so heavily long these stocks that they can't actually sell them so you know that's one good thing for the market because most of the supply is locked up and the market just moves back and forth because of of momentum trading uh which is shorter time frame people you know some people have a three-month view or a two-week view and they commit money so there's always that order flow going on um we're going to be um in the future we're going to be teaching people um, what to look for in long-term holds and investing, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to read SEC filings, how to really know, um, you know, you have your fundamental analysis, which is true, but there's also a, mo- a amount of analysis that you can do just from looking at a daily candle chart that will give you so much information if you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I'm looking forward to that coming up in the fall, you know? Yep. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Be on the lookout for that folks. And that's going to conclude today's episode of Confessions of a Market Maker. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it for us. If you'd like to join a supportive and professional community of traders, you can join us at microefutures.com. I'm Paulie Walnuts. He's the gorilla of House Street. You stop, so. Have a good night, everyone.